question of how you perceive partnerships in particular. Uh, you know, the, the whole fintech landscape really is is an opportunity for larger players to uh, leverage their strengths, but equally to partner with, whether through investments, joint ventures, collaborations with smaller players who can bring themselves different benefits and advantages to the table. So, you know, our view, frankly, is those that do best out of these types of changes and infrastructure changes, regulatory changes and so on, are those that are best capable and willing to partner with growth stage and non-traditional players. So are we going to see more digital-only banks in Hong Kong? We have a number of them now in the UK and, and elsewhere in Europe. Is that going to be the trend here? Peter, not only are we going to see more digital-only banks in Hong Kong, but we're going to see more innovative digital-only banks in Hong Kong than perhaps anywhere else in the world. And there's a very specific reason for that. And by the way, I should say, historically, I've not been overly bullish on the Hong Kong fintech and innovation market. So I've got some form in, in going against myself on this. But the reason is twofold. One, because of the infrastructure and regulatory change I've, I've laid out, which I think combined provides a, a pretty interesting groundwork for, for new and, and established players. But two, unlike perhaps in the UK where some of the challenger banks are, you know, in effect, startups who raise money, they seek to, uh, you know, build a better app, build a better customer experience and grow organically. I think what we're going to see in Hong Kong with large players learning from the China market in particular is the entry of new platform players uh, into financial services. So what I mean by that is existing companies with large established customer bases moving laterally into financial services. So, again, the big China examples, of course, are you know, Ant, Ant Financial slash Alibaba moving from e-commerce where they have an established base increasingly into financial services, WeChat, Tencent, from messaging into FS. Here in Hong Kong, I think we're going to see the entry of similar uh, players, perhaps along those lines, and other forms of um, customer concentration points move into financial services and begin to offer uh, pretty innovative banking solutions. Now, a big concern customers have is security. We've had a number of high-profile fraud cases here in Hong Kong. Even the faster payment system had a few hiccups right at the beginning. How can we reassure customers that this is a secure way of doing financial transactions. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I would say that's effectively the number one concern of regulators and indeed end customers, as you rightly say. Look, this is a concern that goes across the entire industry, whether you're an established bank, whether you're a new player coming to market. Ultimately, this is the, the, the regulator's job. And I should say, in the case of open APIs, virtual banking and so on, I can tell you that is the number one consideration from the HKMA and other regulators here in Hong Kong. But effectively, it'll require constant investment. Uh, this is not – there's no silver bullet to uh, data security considerations. It just requires constant alertness and investment, as I say. James, thank you very much indeed. Thank you for your time. That was James Lloyd, Asia-Pacific fintech leader at EY. On Money Talk Extra, we've consistently encouraged you to plan your finances and to start saving and getting into good financial habits when you're young. But as you have heard many times on this program, sometimes lifestyle issues, sudden changes in our circumstances or illness can upset those plans. Our listener Cozy was diagnosed with eczema at the age of one. She told Jimmy Lamb about how this has impacted her on a personal and financial level. Can you start by telling us what is eczema? Um, it is a disease that makes the skin swell and become itchy. And can eczema be cured, according to the doctor? Uh, luckily, I can't get uh, rid of it because there's no cure at the moment. And I don't know if there will be cure in the future, but 
you know, now the doctor can only give out the um, medicine to control the situation to uh, so my skin won't be too bad. And does it get better with time? Uh, actually, it's it's quite seasonal. Like it's better in uh, dry weather, and also it's related to what I eat. For example, I will avoid uh, the, some palm, beef, crab, and also some not so healthy food like deep fried food. And also, the clothing is very important. Uh, I always try to wear in layers so I won't be sweating because of some freak clothing is keep my, um, you know, to keep my skin dry and clean. And apart from clothing or diet you mentioned, what are the impacts that you're feeling? Well, there are lots of impacts because I can feel the impact every day. Uh, on some days, it's uh, slightly better, but on some really bad days, it affects my mood, my ability to do certain things by deadline. And of course, because of it, um, I need to spend a lot of time to seeing the doctor to control the skin condition. And how much roughly do you spend on um, your medical? Uh, I won't say it's a lot of money, but uh, the expense keeps going. Um, there's not an end to it. Uh, it's recurring expense. And do you make use of the public um, hospital services? Uh, yes. Uh, normally, I will have an appointment with the doctor in the public hospital, uh, maybe once in every six months. And do you need to pay anything for it? Yes, but uh, it's not really expensive um, because the consultation fee is like $60 each time and the medicine costs about $10 for each item and usually there will not, uh, you know, will only be a few medicine. Maybe two or three. Yeah. Yeah. And other than public service, do you turn to other doctors in the private sector? Uh, yes, but not the one in the clinic. Uh, for me, I keep seeing a Chinese daughter in a pharmacy store, and he will keep giving me some Chinese medicine to drink. Um, I think it's okay for me because the two sets of the medicine uh, do not conflict with each other. Uh, you know, I mean the uh, Chinese medicine and the one I get in public hospital. So uh, I think it's good to have both. And how much do you spend on the Chinese uh, medicine? Um, I visit the doctor about uh, once a week on average. Um, it's a few hundred each time. So overall in a month, I will have spent around $1,000. And do you think it's a heavy burden for you financially? Um, I can afford it, but of course it will be better if more money can be saved for me to use it on some other things. <laughs> Right, and talking about uh, savings, um, how much do you save currently each month? Well, um, I it's about one, um, uh, maybe twenty five percent, and I have to say I don't earn a lot of money, so it's a small sum, anyways. And can you tell us what? industry are you currently in? Uh, yeah, um, I'm working in a uh, NGO and my main responsibility is to uh, organize events for the NGO and I remember in my previous job uh, 
when I was working for another NGO, I had a really bad experience,、um, you know, because of my skin condition.、Um, at that time, there was a, a really big and important event, and we had some famous guests like、um, high-rank、uh, government officer.、Um, and originally, I was decided to take care and interact with the guests to welcome them and bring them to their seats.、Um, but my manager at that times, which my role in Very last minute, and she didn't give any reason to me. Right, but you think the reason is because of the eczema?、Right? Um, she didn't say oh now, but I I I think so,、um, because this type of situation happened to me before. Um, you know, I was very angry at that time because I did a lot of preparation work, but uh only got replaced last minute. Um, also that's one of my worry that is may uh impact my career, you know, because I got left out of those big. Uh, opportunities, and because of that, I may not be able to get a better salary because、uh, I can't say I have、uh, those special experience. And so, a pay rise or kind of a better career prospect—it's your priority now.、Mm, yes,、uh, the salary increase is、um, important for me because you know the NGO generally、uh, does not offer a very high income. So I may need to keep looking for job opportunities、uh, for a higher salary、um, because I want to be able to, you know, save more money for the future. And how do you handle your savings currently? Do you do any investments? Ah、uh, no, I I don't know about the investment. So、uh, all of my income will be spent and、uh, saved in the bank. And but do you set yourself any objective in the coming year that you want to achieve? Uh, wow. Uh, um, I I don't have a very specific objective at the moment because I can still、uh, manage my expense now, and the expense is not really high. Uh, because I I still living with my、uh, parents, and、um, don't have any plan to move out yet. Uh, but. I I think the、um, objective I want to achieve、uh, is definitely better health because I spend a lot of time and money on it. So、um, I hope it will get better、uh, gradually. So、uh, at least the situation is not not too bad. So in the long run, I can save the medical cost. You've just heard our listener Cozy talking about her financial challenges. To answer some of her queries. Jimmy Lam went to speak to financial manager Jesse Lee. Hi, Jesse.、Um, so you've heard the case from Cosi, our listener, as eczema has a quite a lifelong impact. So how would you advise Cosi to handle her medical expense? Yeah, and thanks, Jimmy.、Uh, I think for the case of Cosi, I suggest her before she think about investment or even savings or insurance, I will suggest her to. To learn about how to manage the cash flow management, because for her medical expenses,、um, this is、uh, fixed expenses for her, maybe one thousand or one thousand fifteen per month. But it like our、um, daily expenses, like our the cost of food or the cost of traffic, or we、um, save some money for paying tax. So for her case, I I suggest her to learn about. How to recognize her fixed expenses or the variable expenses?、It's、kind of incorporate into like a fixed expense. Yeah. yeah. 
And as she mentioned, um, she thinks that eczema has kind of impact on her career as well. She's not getting the opportunities she thinks she deserves. Um, so would you, what, any advice for her to try to improve her income, given I guess she has just started working, may not be earning a lot? Yeah, um, I understand her situation. Yeah, I think it is quite annoying. Yeah, for her health situation, but for improving her income or the earning power, I would suggest her to maybe put some money to invest in herself. Yeah, because knowledge is very important in his very young age now. Yeah, so um, she may buy some book. For the topic which she is interested in, uh, if her if she is very love her job or she love to work in the NGO, I think maybe she can communicate with her manager to tell her manager honestly about her health situation, so can adjust how to adjust maybe her position or job arrangement, yeah, something like that. And on the other hand, I think to learn how to invest is another way to to increase her earning power or to to um improving her income, because working is not the only way to to get the income. Right. Yeah. Many young adults, maybe when once they start working, their main focus is about the work. Right. Yeah, exactly. They think it's the that's the main income source. But yeah. you're saying they should try to incorporate. Investment into their income, right? Yeah, exactly. Because um, she's maybe, I guess, maybe twenty-five years old. Maybe she um, put some time to learn investment and to create her assets, so she can use these assets to create the cash flow for her. And I will treat it as another income, the passive income. Right, and she mentioned she has around twenty five percent. She can save twenty five percent of her income. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know her exact salary, but yeah. we guess as a young adult, maybe talking about twenty something thousand per month. Um, what would you suggest her doing with this sort of amount of money, um, or what kind of investment plan should she think about as a beginner? Because she says she doesn't have a lot of knowledge about uh, investment. Yeah. Um, I think her um, portfolio is is quite good now because she is not in debt and she has a fixed amount for savings. But I don't know if she only put her money in the bank. Um, if she's in a very young age now, I think she can try some monthly investment. Yeah, and the more important is she has to categorize. The investment part may be split into short-term, mid-term, or the long-term savings. So for the short-term savings, she can still put the money in the bank for the emergency fund, and she can think about what is her future, what is the coming life event is going to happen. So she can use an other investment tool to plan for her mid-term or long-term investment. So you can recommend her to set herself some goals, like for example, wants to have X amount of money by when, and then yeah. try to think of what investment tool that will get her yeah. that in exactly. the future. Yeah, exactly. For example, maybe five years later, she wants to travel around the world, or maybe travel to Europe for a month, so she can plan for it. 
so you can plan for only for maybe treat it as a midterm, mid midterm um, savings or goal. Yeah. And is there any particular investment to you recommend to this kind of costly beginner type of investor? For the beginner of investor, I suggest she can try to put some money for the monthly mutual funds. Yeah, because the risk is. I, I think for the young people, uh, this is okay for 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 us to to do the monthly invest. In, instead of to put a huge amount of the money to the stock, mm-hmm. right, so mutual funds could be a, one of the tools. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for your advice, Jesse. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. That was financial manager Jesse Lee.